Well, hey, it's Lynn Brown. Welcome to episode number 115. We're glad you decided to join us today for the Gritty Women Global Podcast. Now, just so you know, I am a recovering people pleaser. I spent the first half of my life caught in the comparison trap. It was more like living in a mental prison, honestly. And then one day I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And and it was that day that I drew the line in the sand. And it was interesting because that day when I began to change the way that I looked at everything, everything around me also began to change. So (laughs) Wayne Dyer was right. That quote, when you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change. And I've not looked back. And every day my goal, when my feet hit the floor, is to become the best version of me. I mean, I, I almost feel like it's just a moral obligation. It's, it's, it's something I have to do because I, I, I believe that, you know, that that I was created in the image of a, of a perfect, perfect creator, perfect God, and and so not that I can be perfect. I'm imperfectly perfect, but I can become better every day. Now, just in case you're wondering, my life is not perfect. So if you're looking for the like the per you know the perfect people podcast, this is not the one for you. <laughs> but but real, yes, I'm real. I'm authentic. I love Jesus. I love people. But I'm a work in progress. I have several mentors. I have a coach. <laughs> and and so I am constantly becoming the best version of me. People ask me all the time, like, what do you do? I'm a results coach. I help people get from where they are to where they want to be. And it's only because I have navigated for the past seven years through this messy thing called life. And I've gone from a broken mindset to a bulletproof. So I couldn't really help but just take a minute today on our time together just to to just talk about <laughs> the holidays. I mean, to just really be honest. It's my favorite time of the year, but I'm also very aware that that's not true for everybody. And and there have been Christmases in the past where I was so anxious and so filled with stress that I missed it. I missed the whole thing. I missed the message of Christmas. I missed the manger. I missed the joy of it all. And a few years ago, I just... I experienced it in a whole new way, so I just wanted to kind of share some of those, some of those hacks, <laughs> some of the things that I did. But I mean, obviously, you know, it's a time of increased stress. We we sometimes eat things that we don't normally eat. We eat a lot more than we normally eat. We might get less sleep, drink less water. Maybe we skip our workouts. Maybe we don't. I hope that that all of us will agree to to keep as much of the structure in our days as we can. We spend more money. We, we oftentimes get caught in the comparison trap. We see, you know, all of our, you know, we see, we see pictures. We see posts. We see filtered pictures of these perfect little Christmas cards. And, you know, then we, maybe we think back to our family trying to get one, a picture made. And, you know, ha- half the kids were crying and hollering. And, you know, you know, somebody throws up or whatever. You know, it's not always perfect. It's not always picture perfect. But always remember too that whatever your area of weakness is, there there is a, a, a enemy. There is a force out there that, that is gonna be always waiting to to just lurch at you and to get you where you're the weakest. 
So being aware of that and being caught up, you know, making sure your joy level is maxed out is important. And the, the way that I have found um, to increase the joy in my life, how everything changed for me was just setting that time in the morning. It doesn't have to be morning if you're a night person. Do it whenever it is best for you. But for me, in the morning, when it's quiet, I'm the only one awake. My mind is totally clear. I do not turn on my phone. I, I, I do not turn on my phone until I've done my gratitude, until I've done my quiet time, my devotion time, my prayer time. That's a rule. Now that was not always the case. I used to I used to immediately check messages, check the news, check information. And what we're doing when we do that is we are turning over our programming to someone else. We're letting the voices of all of that that floats around in the internet, in the cyberspace, we're letting the voices, those voices, just drive the first thoughts we have today. And those can be some of the most beautiful times. That morning time is so fresh. That's when I really can feel the closest, you know, to to the Lord. And so I would just encourage you to try it. Just try it. And so, you know, not a few days ago, um, I was thinking about this this whole Christmas story idea and and that how often I've missed it. You know, I've missed the manger. And we and we we actually every Christmas gather around our barn and we whoever the youngest kids are, they dress up in the costumes and, and we read you know, we do the Christmas story. But there have been times that I've missed it. And I was thinking about the the first Christmas, the the first story. Those travelers, those those people that we set up every year, we unpack them out of the box and we put them on our fireplaces. You know, they they had no clue, they had no GPS, they they had no idea where they were going. They were going on faith. They were following a star. They had heard that there was a savior, and I was thinking, Lynn Brown, would you have done that? Would would you have done that? Hmm, that's just a that's a pretty tough question. But they went on their faith. They had heard. It was not a Hallmark movie. It was not, you know, picture perfect. It was far from that. There was no room in the end. I mean, they were basically in a barn. I heard Stephen Furtick say the other day, if if the reality of, you know, we love scented candles. You know, we have apple, can, you know, candles, cinnamon roll candles, Christmas tree candles, snow candles, jingle bell candles. You know, you can get any kind of scented candle. He said, can you imagine from the real, the first real Christmas, you know, the Christmas story, it would have been like, calendar scent stable scent you know just yucky barnyard smells that was the reality of that first christmas but isn't that funny how through time and through the story being told over and over we we glamorize that too to a certain degree and oftentimes i think we look through the eyes of other people and we glamorize their life and we look at our life sometimes in comparison and think well i wish you know my whole family could be around the table like that. Their their picture of their table or whatever it is. So and so got this. They're giving their kids that, and we get so sometimes caught up in that that we miss the joy of the moment. So, I think the greatest gift that you can do is to just be present. No pun intended. Just be present wherever you are. Whatever you do, just be present. Be present there. Who's ever there. Whoever can come, whatever you're enjoying, whatever you're, you know, if it's in a church or if in a park or in the mall or shopping or 
with your family or playing silly games or doing a TikTok video. I don't know. I don't know what your thing is, but whatever it is, just be all there. Just be in the moment. Just have that expectant heart. Just expect to find the joy this Christmas. And just focus on the things that you truly can control. Because honestly, you really can't control much of anything. <laughs> Our list is really short. And one thing, too, I would really encourage you to do is reduce screen time. You know how we sit there and all of a sudden we sit there for 45 minutes just kind of scrolling, just doing the little scroll? Just reduce some of that. And maybe write somebody a Christmas card or call somebody or interact with somebody in the room with you. <laughs> go go ride around together and look at Christmas lights. I don't know what it is that you could do. But, but just be present and maybe reduce some screen time. And I find myself, you know, wishing for snow or wishing the weather was cooler or warmer or, you know, Whatever, whatever it is, just just suspend the need to make everything perfect. Suspend the need to 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 say I wish so and so this, or I wish they could come, or you know, blah, blah, whatever. I wish I I wish I could eat this and not feel bad. You know, whatever thing is, just stop, just stop, just be present, be grateful for what you have and who is there with you. But most of all, I want you to just be your amazing, beautiful, gritty self. You, the one that you were created to be. So often how we just, we focus on the unseen and that keeps us from the seen. And I'll tell you now, the enemy's lurching around. He's just waiting for you. He's waiting to get you where you're the weakest. That's how he is. He's a coward. And that's, what, that's the only way he can get to you. He's a scammer and a schemer. And he only wants to destroy the joy that we have. But remember, Grady Sister, he can never get to you. He is powerless. Unless you crack the door and let him in. You're a daughter of the king. Christmas was for you. The story, the Christmas story was for you. It was a gift to you. And even if, if you are part of the best church and y'all have the best Christmas um, cantata or musical and it's just beautiful, the stage is beautiful, the lights are beautiful, the angel costumes are perfect, the little kids' wings don't fall off, the halos don't aren't tilted, everything's great. They even have great lattes and coffees and cafes and everything's great. You know what? But still, but still, but still, when you leave that place, that is not enough. But what is enough is for you to have a relationship with 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 Jesus, with your creator. For you to be able to just be intimate with him and talk to him and share your heart with him. It's a game changer. So prepare your heart this Christmas by being present. Reduce some screen time. Make room for him. Spend some time and quiet time and, and write in your gratitude. Write in a little journal, a notebook, the back of a napkin, on the back of the chocolate kiss package. I don't care where you have to write it, but just write it. Whatever you do, don't get caught up in the comparison trap, the wrappings of the paper and the tape and the, the ugliness of all of that. Just don't. You are enough. Your enoughness is enough. I hope that that message this Christmas is just received in your heart like never before. You have everything you need. You are equipped with all the potential in the world. You have a story. 
that the world is waiting for you to unlock. And you hold the key to that. Yes, I'm a coach, and that's what I do. I help people unlock, you know, broken mindsets. I hate pe- I, I help people to unlock that their voice. I do. I do help that. But honestly, you've got to do a big part of that work too. And it comes with just that relationship and your identity, which is in Christ. The good news is we win. We win in the end. And the enemy knows that too. That's what's kind of funny about the whole thing. He knows that. He's not happy about it, but he knows the truth. So go do some things that bring you joy. Maybe make your family your, their favorite their favorite treat. Send somebody a card. But take time. Take time at the manger. Take time to experience the season with a thrill of hope and an unshakable faith. I love y'all. I'm so grateful that, that you are part of our gritty, gritty global tribe. Now, I'm going to bounce on out of here and go drink some water because I kind of got into the fudge um, earlier and I ate a little bit too much. So I've got to go drink a little extra water and go hit the hit the um, track outside. So <laughs> y'all take care. I look forward to talking to you again really soon. Merry Christmas. And remember, be present. No pun intended.